Well, welcome back to another episode of Hanging Out for Dear Life. That's Chris. And that's Daniel. And we're here to talk a lot of things and hopefully make you laugh a little bit and possibly cry? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't think we're going to cry today. No, not today. Today isn't our crying day. Okay, cool. Um, Dang. I'm tired. It's it's tired day. Oh, man. I'm honestly a little, little hungover. I'm not going to lie to you. Hmm. Where that's it? weird. I wasn't invited to being hungover. Well, we're at the Marchands, <clears> you know, <throat> having D&D and stuff and... Brack's going to test this. I, I drank about half a bottle of Jack last night. and That's it? Hurting. I've seen you do more than that. Uh, I guess now I'm just... All right. Now everyone in the audience just thinks I'm a baby. I've seen, <laughs> seen you do more than yeah. that. See, well, you know, they don't even know. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's get right into it. I know sure. uh, we talked a little bit about what we wanted to chat about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, you know, we had a, a good conversation on the way from uh, flag football last weekend and i figured yeah. well why not it took us you know 45 minutes of solid time to go ahead and, and knock it out so um i don't remember how it started actually uh i know what it was about but i don't remember what kind of what got us up down that path um maybe it was did it have anything to do with like faith or did it have something to do with um that's a good question honestly i don't remember like i we, we tend to do this Gosh, we just kind of go down we go down rabbit holes and we don't really remember how we got there or why we got there. Yep. But, you know, okay. nonetheless, we're there. Okay, so. Um, fires and missiles. So what? You said, okay, so. So I was like, fires and missiles. <laughs> she cheat. Uh, well, let's, man, um, I, I don't remember how it started, but I, I think we were talking about, obviously, faith. Um, and yeah. we were talking about just being good people in yeah. general and how, uh, you know, there's different vehicles um to mm-hmm. express your faith or your belief or um being a good person yeah. and obviously that got us down into uh you know for those of the people that don't know right i'm not a very religious person i'm not so much a uh a belief in a structure of you know morals and things like that right like mm-hmm. i believe that there's like morally good things um whereas i think that you know you're on the other end of the spectrum in that in that yeah. direction so um, I think that's kind of where we where we had the conversation, right? I'm not somebody that's ever been, you know, grown up in the church, don't really have much faith, don't no. really, you know, know much about the big man upstairs. But one thing I do know is that I do believe in some sort of higher power, right? Sure. Um, you know, my background is in science in school or science, and, and that's what I went to school for. And mm-hmm. it's so funny. Um, there's a lot of people that, you know, well, also a lot of people in the medical field, um, health field that... Uh, don't believe in any type of you know it's all evolution it's very much so like we're here because of this history sure um what i found was actually the more that i more time that i spent in school the more that i learned in school uh and the more that i learned about like just the human body specifically um there's so many intricate details that have to happen at the right exact time if they don't happen we don't live right um so that's kind of where you know, I, I don't know, again, I, I don't believe in like a necessarily like the structure of religion or Christianity or whatever the other religions are. Sure. But I do, have, I do have to believe that, you know, there is some sort of greater power that was created. I don't think we just happen to be here. Yeah. <laughs> no. And, um, that's, you know, those are all good points you bring up. And, and, uh, I guess the first thing I wanted to address was I am on the other side of the, of the spectrum from Chris, you know, I do believe in God. Like I am a Christian and I've never been shy about it. Never, never, you know never not spoken out about it never not not ever i don't know it's such a weird one to say yeah i've I've always been a very outspoken um 
you know, Christian faith-based person. And, um, with that being said though, before any of our viewers and future viewers might be like, Oh gosh, a Christian, like I'm not some hateful person who's going to sit here and preach from the pulpit and make you feel like you're the sinner who's going to hell. That's not my job. So, um, I think that was part of the thing we talked about, yeah. talked a lot about that, but no, and I agree with you, you know, and again, I have a much more limited background in science. You know, I do, um, I did start out as a bio major, but then I ended up, you know, transitioning over to, uh, professional writing. Uh, but when it comes to like the sciences, the more I learn, even like little tidbits here and there, like it, it just seems, I don't want to say silly. That's the wrong way to put it, but it just seems, it seems logical that there could definitely be, am I not recording? Did yeah, any of that? Record. I don't have any of that caught. Well, I think it did. Cause I mean, there's still, there's still sound waves on the pad I was watching your all the way thing. back there. But if you look at the, at the, the pad, it doesn't mean that it's not always catching like, yeah. Okay. Cool. Because even if I'm back here, is it still? Is there still sound waves registering over there? Yeah. Okay. Anyways, we're um, back. Sorry. We're back. <laughs> um, but okay. So, um, but yeah, like I, the more the more I learn about like science or different little facts here and there, I think it, it makes sense that there was a creator or there was like an intelligent design put to life. Yeah. Because yeah. like even if you look at like Earth. And like how we can habitate this planet because of the very specific factors that allow us to live here in terms of relation to the sun orbit, you know, tilt axis, all that stuff, like climate, like all those things are, you know, it's so precise. Like it's, it's so down to like the, like the little tiny numbers that it just, it seems sensible. Hey Rax, could you check the computer? It went, the screen went black. I just want to make sure <laughs> it's probably fine, but like, you know. Yep, it's fine. All right, cool, cool. Anyways, but yeah, so that, to me, it just makes sense there's a creator, and, you know, I'll, I'll always say this in full preface, like, you know, the, the Bible does say that we we walk by faith, not by sight, so there is an air of, like, yeah, it could be wrong, you know, and that's that's something you have to accept as a Christian is that you, you could absolutely be incorrect. Well, I mean, again, without knowing too much about it, I mean, how many generations and how many different languages was whatever the Bible translated from, right, and moved from generation to generation? There's got to be somewhere along the line, like, even in the most you know, studied fields, there's always mm-hmm. like differentiating opinions of what they saw. Yeah. Right. Or what it meant. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, well, I'm sure like, again, without, you know, speaking too much, but I mean, how many languages, how many different generations did this transcend and get re retranslated? So from the original text, um, the Bible was translated into other languages, but it wasn't like it went from Hebrew to French to English. It went from Hebrew to French and Hebrew to English. And so it's all, it's all based off of the Hebrew language. Got it. So it was written in Hebrew and it was translated out from that. Um, I believe a lot of the translations in the Western languages come from um, Latin. Like I think it was trained. I think that was the only filtration was like Hebrew, Latin, then English, or I think even Spanish, but I'm not like a million percent sure on that one, sure. but I know that there was, there was very few filtrations of it before it reached, you know, English, like for language that we speak for, for, for argument's sake. Yeah. And you know, it's just funny because before, I mean, there were so many different languages, right. But they had, they had to try to describe what they were saying in their language to make them be able to understand it in that mm-hmm. language. So even if it went from Hebrew to French, well, like the people that spoke Hebrew 
had to talk to somebody that spoke French and understood Hebrew mm-hmm. and said, Hey, like, this is what we mean. And they got to put it, it there's just, there's like a lot of, and again, like, and I think also it comes down to like, you know, we talked, we talked briefly about seeing is believing. Mm-hmm. Well, also what we see and what we understand from what we see is much different. Yeah. Like if we all went art, for instance, right. You go to an art gallery and watch like, ready. Just full disclosure. Art is self-defining. It drives me crazy. Watch art. Art. I just I arted. And it, it, it sounds like you said he sharded, but he, he didn't shart. Just to be very clear, there's nothing sharding out of his pants. Anyways, um, the it's just funny because I can always say it's funny because um, it's interesting. Take a shot. Uh, looking at the idea of art and looking at the idea of translation and seeing is believing and understanding that what I see and how I understand it is going to be really different depending on what I've seen prior to that point or mm-hmm. back up to that point yeah um and with the idea about seeing is believing which is something you alluded to as well mm-hmm. which i guess in the uh, the scientific field and understanding uh the scientific field a lot of the people that are in that field really believe that it's all evolution right yeah. and it's because they all the other things that were talked about and whether it be religion or the bible or what other you know religious text there is it, there there is no clear link between how it was developed it just all of a sudden things were and that's where i i think there's a lot of criticism of of that text and a lot of criticism mm. of religion and belief and things like that because mm. there is no seeing as believing yeah right um so the irony of this that I believe is when I'm really thinking about it and knowing what I do about science and understanding that, yeah, like creatures and nature and things like that do evolve. Mm-hmm. Um, do natural selection does take place mm-hmm. with how quickly the climate in the world changes and how slowly evolution and things like this happen. Like we don't see anything evolving in, in our eyes, right? Like yeah. we don't see it happening in real time. We're not like okay. Let me just watch this, this frog. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch. Yeah, I'm gonna watch this frog just suddenly start. Yeah, sprouting extra things. Or yeah, like, like it's attracting things that yeah, doesn't need. It doesn't work <laughs> like that, right? So that's where the irony I think really comes in and um, really becomes challenging. With like I said, I, I don't know that like religion is my thing, but I do believe that there is got to be some sort of plan or higher power that sure. has created or, or we just were. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't imagine how quickly or like how slowly rather things have to happen to get there. Yeah. Well, I mean, and and kind of to, I guess, address that point is that I I think if we're talking about a creator, obviously they, I would assume they're smarter than us. Right. And they have more intelligence and build on the world than we do in in an assumption. I would assume so, (laughs) but (laughs) um, I think it would be silly to design a world that couldn't change or adapt or couldn't, you know, meet its needs. You know what I mean? Like in a lot of things that are, from a biblical standpoint are done in a dynamic fashion, right? Like things aren't meant to be static or stationary. Like things move and change. And, you know, I think us as humans being able to discover things scientifically, whether it be evolution or physics or anything you want to talk about, you know, I think that's just, that was God's intention of allowing us to discover our own world, you know, discover the world that he created and actually have understanding behind it. Cause you know how frustrating would it be to live in a world and not know how a single thing works? You know, that would be incredibly frustrating. It would make, it would make it really hard to live. Like if you couldn't explain anything, if like I couldn't explain why water is important, 
You know, if I couldn't explain why, why do I have to drink this stuff every single day? Like, what, what is it so important? You know what I mean? Like, I think that all kind of follows into that, like in that intelligent design we were talking about earlier with how the human body works and how nature works and all that jazz. Yeah, well, everything's going to happen so precisely. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite examples to use when I was in a physiology class, mm-hmm. I'm sitting there, my other buddy, Daniel, you know, he's very, you know, he's a very religious guy. Um, he has, you know, very probably very similar background in terms of like he grew up in the church he went to a private christian high school like very much so i did none of those things yeah very much so like he's like <laughs> like he he know like he's he's been yeah. you know involved in it his whole life and mm. <clears throat> him and i used to have lots of talks very similarly to this but we were both sitting in our physiology class right and we were talking about action potentials yeah and so an action potential is essentially so for every time that your heart beats or every time that you have to contract your muscle, mm-hmm. um, there's a, essentially like some sort of static electricity or, or an electrical impulse that has to happen within that molecule or within that muscle. It has to hit a certain, um, pers- or not percentage, really like a certain millivolt mm-hmm. of, <clears throat> of electricity or else it doesn't. Like it doesn't, you, you can't flex or you can't contract or your heart doesn't yeah. beat or your lungs don't contract. <clears throat> and uh, it's it's like a very small number, mm-hmm. right? Like I don't remember the exact number. I want to say it's negative like 70 millivolts, um, but I don't know the exact number, but it's something very small like that. And again, if it's too much, something bad happens. If it's too little, it doesn't happen. Yeah. And so it has to be perfect every time. So think about how many times your heart beats in a yeah. day. Think about how many breaths you take. And you're not thinking about contracting that muscle. It's just doing it automatically. Yeah. Right? Well, even even think about like talking. Like your jaw and your tongue are moving yeah. to create these sound, you know, these the sounds that leave your mouth. And that all has, like you said, to be, has to be nailed down to the millivolt. Yeah. You know, it's got to be nailed directly. <laughs> so it's kind of, it's really unbelievable. And like, you know, then we, we had another one of our conversations. I said, well, what about this? Mm-hmm. How do you explain this? Like if this wasn't, didn't happen by itself mm-hmm. the first time a living being was put on this earth. Yeah. Like it would never have happened. Right. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. just like how, how does, you know, we don't, you don't see that, that, that same type of thing in like a tree. Yeah. We don't see that same type of thing in like a plant. They're alive. Yeah. Right. Uh, but they don't have to do those things that we have to do. And then the environment doesn't change as readily for them in regards to like, like, we have to, if the sun's too bright, like we have to have melanin in our skin to be able to, I mean, you don't have any, but, nope. um, you know, <laughs> yeah. to be able to have Supr- <laughs> so, a supreme deficiency. Of um, <laughs> but like, you know, you going to live somewhere in like the Caribbean or like somewhere in Africa, you're going to be hurting bad. Right. Um, that's why like, you know, again, like there's different melanin, different skin tones and things that actually help us live in certain areas. And that's mm-hmm. a, again, it, it does happen a little bit over time, but we never saw it happen. At what point did it happen? Yeah. And, you know, some of those things we, we understand. So it's, just, it's, it's, there's a lot of irony in the argument, I believe. And again, this is very, uh, very narrow field of view and very scope of understanding, sure. but, um, there's a lot of irony in the sense of, you know, understanding what religion says and understanding what, again, my very limited scope of what science says. Mm-hmm. Um, but the idea, I remember there was this talk that I, I went to in college and, you know, it was, a it was like a Christian outreach group in college. Like we were all part of it because again, our the buddy Daniel we yeah. had a lot of fun. The guys, the guys that, that ran the the um, the organization were pretty cool. And one of the talks that they had, we used to have family dinners on Thursday night. And one of the talks was essentially that idea of like seeing is believing, right? Like faith, mm-hmm. um, you can't, you don't see faith happening. Yeah. Um, 
And so, you know, science is one is one of one of science's biggest arguments is like, well, we don't like we can't see God. We can't see like these things. So mm-hmm. how do we know it's real? Um, but we don't see evolution. Yeah. Maybe we have some evidence, but then sure. with that, we're basing that evidence on observations and what people have seen. Mm-hmm. And I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's what the Bible is. Yep. So, correct. A lot of irony there. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny, right? Like I think one of the one of the <clears throat> biggest misconceptions in the world in general, and you could take you could take this for any religion or any faith and science, and people think they have to be mutually exclusive, right? And I, I think that's such a silly thought process. Like they don't have to be mutually exclusive. And I've, I've had a long conversation with one of my pastors before about this, how I was like, they're not mutually exclusive. Like science and, and, the, and the Bible can coincide. And mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, you almost have to have science and the Bible coincide. Like if you're going to accept the fact that God is real and science is real, like they just prove each other sure. over and over again. And it's like, you know, even like I was watching a TikTok recently and it was a really cool one. And it was yeah, TikTok. And uh, I finally downloaded it, actually, which is crazy. Like, I actually have TikTok on my phone now. Careful, so, China's going to infiltrate you. Listen here, dude. People are going to spy on me, and there's not a whole lot of interesting things I do. So, you know, congrats. You're going to see the redheaded double chin just going, hey, hey. That was funny. But so I was talking about, it was it was a, a relation to Genesis and the, and the creation of the world, like the very first part of Genesis where it talks about, you know, God creating the uh, creating the earth. and That's the first book in the Bible? Yeah, Genesis. Okay. Genesis is the beginning. And so... Um, the first part of it talks about how, uh, at first the, oh gosh, I can't remember exactly. I should have, I should have wrote this down. Should have brought your Bible. I should. It's in my room. It's on my, it's on my nightstand, but does it work like Milner? What's that? Does it look like Mil? Does it work like, I really wish <laughs> I was that cool that I could like, I wish I had that kind of like spiritual connection with God that I could just, mm, and like, yeah, I guess you're the not Bible would hit and like, oh, I'm not. That's why I have Jesus, buddy. Ah, <laughs> but anyways, so but the, the beginning of, of Genesis talks a lot about how, you know, God spoke the universe into existence and light and dark were intermingled and he separated the light from the dark. And there's a lot of uh, parallels. If you look at people that believe in the big bang theory and there's a lot of overlapping concepts of like, you know, at first there was nothing that was just, matter and it exploded right and then we have we have the universe we have we have this singularity we have this singularity point where it blows up and now we have the universe and so again a lot of people say it originates from a point and you know if god spoke from a point then obviously boom universe but then um the light separating from the dark um there was a period of like God, I need to find that TikTok again, and we will, we'll revisit this conversation when I've cool. brushed up on it a little better. But like, it was talking about how like there was a, a period in early on in the universe's existence where dark and light were very intermingled, and there wasn't any separation between the two of them. And at some point, and through some certain process, they separated. Like, Sounds like had, politics. Yeah, right. <laughs> and you had light separate from the dark, and so again, that's consistent with what Genesis says, and where it says that you know God separated light from the dark, and mm. you know created day and night. And Got so it. it's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of parallels to it. And I need to find that TikTok again so that we can like, if you like it and you go to your profile, I can look my likes you can look all your likes. Yeah. Sick. All right. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. Um, shout out to Brooke for uh, showing me how to social media. Yo, your, your girlfriend can social media the crap out of everything. She's <laughs> yeah. so like, she's so savvy with all that stuff. Yeah. Also, <laughs> she needs to find you. She will. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> everybody look out. Yeah. Um, don't do anything bad. <laughs> So just real quick, I want to touch on the, the politics comment I made. Yeah, um, the light and the dark haven't been separated. Uh-huh. That's all. No. Politics, <laughs> politics, it's all in there. Um, 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 but yeah, I, I, it's... 
But I guess the, the original point we bring up, sorry, before you go. No, you're sorry. good. No, you're good. Because like, I wasn't sure where I was going to go. Yeah, the, 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 I guess the, the original thing I was trying to speak to was the, co- the coinciding between, you know, the Bible and science. Is that, like, there's a lot of overlapping themes. And, you know, I know that even Braxton has said before that he wants to understand religions better so that he can understand science better, which I think is a very cool perspective. Like, I think that's a very, like, open-minded intelligent decision to say, I want to understand this other piece of stuff so that I can hopefully understand my field better, which I think is great. It's so f- not going to say it. It's so funny. It's just so <laughs> funny. <laughs> every time I have to, every time I say that, I have to say in a Valley girl accent from this point on. It's very interesting. It's so funny. Be- because anyways, let me, let me bring it back to something you just said here. Oh, just, it's funny cuz. It's funny cuz. <laughs> it's very interesting because. Hey, first, 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 <laughs> first merch dropping. Oh, <laughs> hilarious. Okay. So, hold on. I got to really think about what I'm going to say here because if not, I'm going to automatically subconsciously say it's funny cuz. Just say it. No, I'm going to say it in my head to move forward. So, what you just said was, you know, Braxton wants to understand religion more so we can better understand science and it is a very important and very objective thing to do mm-hmm. and i think that we as a society we as individuals are so married to our opinions for for, for so many different reasons but my 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 initial thought has to be because People have spent so long thinking, believing, and feeling one thing that by changing it that quickly, maybe they think they're letting themselves down. I think absolutely. I think, or you, maybe you, you risk the you run the risk of, of feeling embarrassed. You know that you believe this thing that might be wrong for so long. You know the embarrassment factor comes in, or like you said, it could just completely shatter your whole world, and it's scary. And yeah. so, like to touch on that, just to, before you continue, no, like, you're good. You know, because we need to start doing that whole pen paper thing we talked about, where we can write down, you know, the notes that other people say. Because yeah, we'll get anyways, there. But um, um, I've always said this. Like people are like, oh, so you'll never not believe in God? And I was like, look, until there's like really good proof, I shouldn't. Like if someone was like, hey, we found the tomb of Jesus. Here's his body. Sick. I'm not a Christian anymore because now my faith is stupid. Like now, now it doesn't make any sense. We just we just broke the whole thing. Wait, the whole thing got broken. It did. Maybe I'm really confused then. Because sure. what do you mean? Wouldn't that be the right thing? Is he no. not? No. So so the whole whole story of Jesus dying, right? Is that he died on the cross for us? You know, okay. died for our sins. Buried in the tomb. Three days later, he came back. Like he he came back to life. Got it. To show his followers, like, hey, like I am God. Like I am God in the flesh. And then ascended to heaven. So it's like if you find a tomb and, so, it, and you can prove this is Jesus's tomb and that's his body in there, yeah, not my entire to, faith is destroyed. Not to make <laughs> silly of what you just said, but the, the the picture that I'm having in my mind, right? Cross uh-huh. Barry comes out, yep. says, "What's up, motherfuckers? I'm back." Light <laughs> grabs him, <laughs> pulls him out of there. Essentially, yeah. Essentially, like, it, was, it was like a great light, and the heavens opened up, and like the people that were there saw the angels and saw heaven, and like. The, the funnier part of the story to me is that one of the most boastful um, like people in the faith at the time, his name was Peter, and he was literally hiding under a table scared because he was just like terrified. He's like, there's no, Jesus is dead. What are we going to do? And like, just hiding under a table and God was like, what are you doing? Like, Jesus came back and like, baby back like, why are you under the table? Like, did I not tell you to go out with the faith of a lion? So yeah. like, it was, it's, it's a funny story. Like him coming back is actually kind of hilarious because lions a lot are of tough. Funny things that people do or did. Yeah, I mean, 
and, and, and to be clear, right? Um, everybody, if you believe in something or you feel strongly about something, you should stick to that, right? Like, you shouldn't be so willing to jump from side to side. It's like bandwagoners for, you know, teams, right? All of a sudden My people, people, right? All of a sudden, you know, how many, how many Rams fans came out ever since they went to LA? ton of them, right? All of a sudden, um, as soon as Patrick Mahomes got signed, how many Chiefs fans were there? Right? Like all these little things, like how many Bucks fans were there as soon as Tom Brady went? Now, that one's like a weird one because most people just follow Brady. Yeah. And like they were pretty open about it. Some of them were Bucks yeah. fan. They were they were Brady fans. Well, and some people are fans of athletes, not teams, which I yeah. can respect. Like, like LeBron. LeBron. I can give you that. A lot one. of people are LeBron. Yeah. Are, are, opposite boat. I can't stand LeBron. Well, you know, but a lot of people <laughs> are in that in that boat, you know. Um, <laughs> I can't stand early LeBron. I think new age LeBron's a little bit better. A little bit more mature. I don't like him as like he's annoying. I find his personality annoying. Done great things, done amazing things in the communities. He's donated, built schools, and like done phenomenal things. So he's a good sure. person. I just you never like someone irks you. Like their personality just bothers you, mm. and for whatever reason, it just bugs yeah. me. I don't. I couldn't put my finger on it. That's some people's faces sometimes. Like when I'm watching like, a movie or something, <laughs> I'm like ah, I want to punch it. <laughs> I'm like Milner. And Milner doesn't come when I want to punch somebody's face. It's like I'm not worthy anymore. So. Yeah, Mueller's like, you're not with it for that one, pal. Yeah, you're not going to use me for your... <laughs> you're not going to bring me into this. Uh, to, to kind of wrap up my thought here. Yeah. So the idea of being able to be objective in your viewpoints and mm. your opinions and your thoughts and your beliefs and however you want to define what it is that I'm talking about, it shows a level of how important it is to seek information yeah especially now more than ever we live in a society a generation at a time that no other generation before us has had the privilege to be able to say hey i want to know something let me go learn it yeah right now in the next 24 hours theoretically if i dug in i can learn just about anything i want yeah and right you, and you can at least find the ways to learn it yeah you know if, if not learn it itself you can start you can start yeah. the process so we have so much information at our fingertips um, so to, to be able to, or to, to, to find yourself sitting in a situation, information, all of it, <laughs> to find yourself sitting in a situation, uh, not allowing yourself to change your point of view or your opinion, um, would be like, okay, Hey, like if we opened your closet, you'd have the same exact outfit every single day, regardless yep. of the fashion trends, regardless of whatever's going on in the world, you're going to wear the same exact shit on a daily basis. Nobody in their right mind is going to do that. I'm looking at you, Braxton. No. <laughs> Col- like, I'm talking, I'm talking same no, color. I, no, I know. I'm just no, I'm talking, but, no, no, I'm talking same yeah. color. I'm not saying same style. Fuck it. Right. Yeah. Um, but same like black shorts, white shirt, black hat. Every day. Every single day. Yeah. A crew Nike socks and fucking flip flops. I don't know. Like whatever it is. Oh, it was a weird it was a weird situation <laughs> but like that's all you wear every single day no matter what even if you're going to play a sport you're gonna wear your flip-flops yeah. you don't change anything right yeah, that, yeah. that's like that's a very gross exaggeration of what it is that i'm talking about but a lot of people are that way yeah. and they're 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 blind to the idea of hey i shouldn't wear socks and flip-flops to play basketball <laughs> maybe well, i should put some fucking basketball shoes on yeah well you make a great point right like because again it's it's there's nothing wrong with being steadfast in your beliefs sure you know there's nothing wrong with that but I'm also a huge fan of if I'm steadfast in my beliefs, but something comes along that just completely disproves my belief, then I, I would be ignorant and I would be doing myself and society a disservice to not change my thought process. Like I would be doing a huge disservice. And again, like 
I think one of like my prime examples of that is that when I was early on in the church, I was a little bit in that, that like, ah, gay people and transgender. I was a little bit in that, in that bracket. Right. Don't and cancel him. He's getting to it. No, I'm Jeez, getting everybody. I promise I'm getting to it. And so, you know, but again, through friendships that I had and the relationship with my wife, you know, I started to understand that like, there's no reason for me to have this thought process. There is zero reason for me to dislike anybody or have any weird feelings to anybody who's different than me or like who's, who's, who lives a different lifestyle. And like, even in the Bible, it says that we should be loving everybody, no matter what they are, who they are, what they do. So it, it brought me to a better point of understanding of like, look, like everyone's going to live their life and everyone needs to be happy with themselves because we only get one shot at doing this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you have to live the life that makes you happy. And if that's the community you fall into, if that's the kind of person you are, that's awesome. You should be you. So I had this professor in college. It was, it was a philosophy professor. One of the coolest professors I ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, we, one of the, the, the sections of his class was talking about religion. And so I'm going to make a couple statements. And like I said, I, I don't, I'm just going to, you know, I'm kind of hoping for you being more on the other end of this to give me some, you know, say yes or no. Right. Okay. So, um, one thing that's pretty consistent in the Bible is, as I said, it says God is love. Yep. Right. So also something else is, um, God created us in his image. Correct. But God didn't create us as him, he said, in his image sure. and gave us free will. Yep. Right. So here's where the theory gets interesting. Okay. So God is love. Yep. God created humans in his image. Yep. But gave humans free will. Yep. So if that was the case, free will, if we define that for a second, is the ability to make really any decision or anything that I want sure. to do, given my circumstances or whatever pulling me to that decision yep so this theory is interesting because it's really talking about religion not necessarily specific god or a higher power just religion specifically sure the idea so every religion right there's one thing regardless of religion buddhism um catholicism christianity buddhism booty (laughs) b-o-o-t-y buddhism yeah that's that's that that buddhism buddhism is my yeah okay well thanks for that correction um, but we're going to start a new religion on this. It's going to be called Bootyism. Uh, booty, 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 rocking it. Yeah. Um, if you're a Buddhist and you see him out in the street, punch him in the face. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I deserve it. it. They probably won't. No, I they won't. They're like super nice people. Yeah, so. they're going to be like, hey, it's okay. Do better next time. And then you're just going to feel really awful yeah. about yourself. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Yeah. So bringing it all together here. Yeah. Um, just going to reiterate this one more time. So God is love. Mm-hmm. That is the consistent across every religious text for the most part. Any of them. God is love. It's a very consistent thing. Yep. Um, also the idea that God is, is, is created us or the higher powers created us in his image. Um, specifically about Christianity, right? Sure. And then the idea of free will. Yep. Free will again, just reiterating is the idea that we can do what we want when we want. Yep. So why is has been has religion be has been created with a set of rules and standards that Mm -hmm. the followers must adhere to if Mm -hmm. we were given free will Mm -hmm. and really the only rule in the bible is god is love two answers okay first answer if we don't have free will and we can't make our own decisions then we cannot authentically love 
you cannot authentically feel your feelings. If we were pre-programmed to love God or pre-programmed to do those things, it's not real. Sure. Right? Like if I program a robot and tell it to love, say, I love you, that robot doesn't love me. Like it's just, pro- it's been programmed to say that. Like I haven't, you know, I haven't given it the choice. So free will allows us to love authentically. And that's what God wants is an authentic relationship with us. Um, the second piece that you were talking about is why have a set of rules, right? Okay. So think about the Bible in this sense as a, a handbook for life. Like here are some ways you can live your life or you should live your life that will help you be successful. It will help you live a happy life. It'll help you live a peaceful life. It'll help you align yourself with the one who created you and knows best. You know what I mean? Like it's coming from that omnipotent standpoint that God does know what's best. Sure. Right. And like as a Christian, you accept that fact. You accept that God knows more than us because obviously he created everything we see. Mm-hmm. And so it's one of those things where free will is simply for the authenticity of our life. Like we have the choice to follow those rules. We have the choice to follow God. We have the choice to love him or we can choose the other side. We can go away from him and we can do our own thing. We can do what we think is right. Not what God thinks is right. And that gives us the choice to be authentic with him. So it's a really great perspective. Something that I never considered, but my my thing with that is, is if God wants the best for us, Mm -hmm. I'm going to fuck around and say, if she wants the best for us. Uh, to, to be clear, God's genderless. Let's be honest here. Yeah, I know. So that's why. It's so in, funny. They always say he and. So in, in Genesis, and I'll break this down for people that even are Christians that might disagree with me right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to oh. hurt your brain a little bit. Ooh. So when God created Adam and Eve, he created Adam in his likeness and he created Eve in his likeness, which would mean that God is both masculine and feminine. And if you think of the expression of male and female, the expressions are different, right? They're differing and they're and like, it's, it's honestly hilarious how night and day men and women are from each other. <laughs> and so when God created man and woman, he used himself as the image and used himself as the likeness to create us, which would mean that God doesn't, isn't man nor female. He's above. Like, so he you're is saying God is thick. Damn, I'm God is big. That. <laughs> <laughs> that I mean, I've seen I've seen those pictures of Adam and Eve, <laughs> but that so that's so that's a, that's the thing. It's like I think obviously God is referred to as He because if Jesus came down in that time frame as a woman, no one would have listened to Him. You know what I mean? Got so it. like that, like He had to come down to the gender that expressed the uh, leadership, if you will. So at the time, but like, that, continue, no, continue no, no, with no, your that, that thoughts, brings me like a another question that just pops into my mind here. Okay. Um, so my my original thought, anyways, was um, fuck. I should have had the paper now, right? So <laughs> the genderless idea, and uh, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Anyways, let me just go to my my next question that, that I brought up here. Next uh, question. Next question. <laughs> okay, we got an audience here. So you you. Uh, He's pointing at my magic cards. <laughs> the why is it that Jesus is referred to God as God's son and not God himself? Or why is it? Con- Cause what you just said, right? You said he yeah. decided to come down yeah. or it decided to come down and present sure. himself as Jesus yeah. in there. But, but there's everything that here is like Jesus, the son of God. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I guess, I guess that's what my question is like, what's sure. the difference? <laughs> so I think we could, there's a couple ways you can answer that question. So, um, so to understand it, like there's the, what's called the Holy Trinity. And I'm sure you've heard that expression before. Um, Son, the Holy Spirit and the father and the father. Yeah. Yes. So, Fuck yeah, I got it. so 
<clears throat> but it would be father. Ah, come on. I got it. <laughs> Just give me this one for crying out loud. <laughs> so, um, but anyways, so <clears throat> there's a couple ways we can we can look at this expression, right? One, I think we could look as the father, again, as the head of all of this, right? The the lead piece to everything. Mm-hmm. But the son, the son and the spirit being the masculine and feminine iteration yeah. of, of God, right? Jesus being the physical, like, he was the son who was out here and when he left left the spirit to be our helper which again like the only other person described as the helper in the bible is women they're the only ones that are described that way and the yeah. only relation that the whole the word helper has in the bible is to god and women so like you know kudos to women y'all can do some stuff that we just can't do hold that thought too right yep, um no, no no just just make sure you remind me that because there's something else i want to talk about that that's something we talked in the car yep Um, and I want to touch on that, but keep going. I think, I think that's one way we can look at this, right? Like, you know, Jesus was the male representation of what God was trying to manifest. And then this, the Holy spirit is the, is the feminine version of (laughs) what God is trying to express. We can look at it that way. Um, and then like in terms of being referred to the son, it could just be literal. He was literally a man when he was here. So it could just be, that's why they went with son, you know? Okay. So like, cause again, they even look at like how Christians are viewed, like God views it as his sons and daughters. So, like, if Jesus had come out and had been, you know, Jessica, like, you know, it would have been the Holy the holy Daughter, you know, instead of yeah. the Holy Son. So, that that could be a more literal translation of it. I think it's the, the previous, you know, I think it's the former on that one, but. Okay. So, you, you talked about <clears throat> women being the helpers, right? I know that's mm-hmm. referred to a lot in the, the Bible, or, sure. or, or rather, you're going to correct me because I thought this was a really interesting take because. You're going to correct me. No, 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 because cause we, talk, we, we, we spoke about this in the car. No, yeah, no, yeah, you're yeah. going to correct me like that I'm wrong. Um, oh, I know. I'm just. But we, um, I don't know exactly how we, we had, we went down this part of the conversation as well, but you shared with me, um, one of the pastors that you had, um, talked about, you know, cause a lot of women sometimes feel that, you know, religion is sexist, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, like women are meant to support their men, like provide or I'm going to relay this to you. Okay. Anyways, so, uh, what Chris is referring to is that our, our pastor that we had at New City Church when we were in Phoenix, so shout out to New City Church. Uh, pastor Brian out there is phenomenal. I, re- I highly recommend anyone go check out one of his sermons. Really smart guy. Um, so what he was talking about in that passage is a lot of women are turned off, especially in today's world. They're obviously way more educated than they ever were, they've ever been. And they're mm-hmm. obviously way smarter, fiercely independent. And that's, that's awesome. It's probably things. better than most of us. It's great things. It's amazing. <laughs> and so I think one of the things that women get turned off with in the Bible is that a lot of it talks about how women are to serve their husbands serve, and they're supposed the word, to yeah. serve the house and to, you know, serve their children and like these other things, right? It's a lot of, a lot of servantness. So, you know, there's not a lot of like in charge, in power, you know, leading and like that kind of stuff. And so I think the, obviously the assumption is women start to feel they're lesser. Sure. And that's very easy to derive that, right? Like that's a very easy message to get from that, that you're lesser, but it's not true. You know, again, God expressed himself evenly amongst man and woman, and it's just expressed differently. And so the expression for women is, you know, they were referred to in the Bible as the helper. And the only other person that's referred to as the helper in the Bible is God, God himself. So it's like, Men were never described as the helper. We were never described that way. Only women. So that's mm-hmm. that's a title that only they and God Himself hold. Like that's powerful. yeah, it's that's super powerful. And like I think people forget that the most effective form of leadership and the most effective mm. form of um helping and, and being again a leader is servant. Serving. Being a servant. Yeah. Is is serving your people and like 
Jesus washed his followers' feet, which back then was like the lowest of the low jobs you could do. And before the Last Supper, he washed his disciples' feet. And so, again, those things that women are, quote-unquote, you know, tasked with by the word of, of God really make them better leaders than men. Yeah. If you really take a full circle and a full contextual look at it, and you don't just pick out a verse and attack a verse. It's interesting. Uh, <laughs> servant leadership is great, right? Uh, we talked a lot. I'm making a believer out of Chris, guys. Watch. No, no, no. <laughs> I, look, I'm to being, be, I'm to be very smart, clear, I'm, I'm not. Smart <laughs> I'm not not a believer. I believe in some things. Sure. I believe in stuff. That's okay. <laughs> uh, I'm just being. I'm just being I, I don't know that I'm ever going to believe in religion. And I've tried. Mm-hmm. I, I've objectively tried in college and things like that. And I just can't. What if I really fucked you up and told you that God's not about religion? Well, that's fine. Like I said, I, I believe in. I believe in a higher power, but yeah. I'm not going to define it as God because then it mm-hmm. automatically associates it with Bible, mm-hmm. associates it with um, religion, and associates it with that that concept. I do believe that there's a higher power. I do believe that there's a call it a creator, call sure. it a grand master. See, now I'm going to ask you questions. Okay. So why, why does, and this is just, I'm just curious, right? I'm not trying to like, you know, come it's at okay. you or anything. Come at me, but, baby. Um, why, why does assuming with the Bible or like uh, believing with the Bible and God automatically assume religion? I'm just curious. So I'm not saying it automatically assumes that they're always associated with one another. Right. Okay. Um, and I don't want to be associated with something that I don't, I can't, I can't buy into, right. That I, again, I'm a very objective person. I, when I, when I love, I love fiercely. When I want, I want a lot. When I, when I, when I do something, I do it to the best that I can. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I've, I've gone to church. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my sister was baptized a Mormon. My grandma was a Mormon and I went to Christian. I, I, I went to churches when I was in college. My buddy, Daniel, shout out to Daniel. Like I mentioned, not this Daniel, but the other Daniel, right? Um, we used to call him Jesus in college, right? Cause, <laughs> cause he was so like, he was just so good. Yeah. Right. Um, and we, uh, you know, I, I, I've, I've had plenty of conversations with him, very similar, you know, yeah. just as, you know, very, very understanding, patient, things like that. He took me, to, he took me, I, I started to um, even rush the Christian fraternity and I decided, I tried all these things and I decided that I didn't feel genuine about it. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't feel like me. Okay. Trust me, I want to be a good person. I'm going to yeah. be a good person. Well, I'm going to do those it's things. Not, it's not about being a good person, right? So I think, I think again, one of the misconceptions of Christianity especially is that it's a religion. And when you look at the Bible, the Bible does not describe it as a religion. The Bible describes it as your relationship personally with God. Sure. And everyone's walk is extraordinarily different. Got it. You know, and again, like example, I'm not an every Sunday churchgoer. You know, I don't really care to. You know, I, there's a lot of really fake people in the church and I yeah. just don't like associating with them. But I choose to associate with God and Jesus, and I choose to read my Bible, and I choose to understand his word and his teachings simply because that's what he wants from us. And I have my community of friends who are Christians, and we speak about things, and that's my church. You know, the, the church isn't necessarily solely defined as four walls, you know, a guy behind a pulpit giving you a preaching message. You know, sometimes it's small groups, or it's people that you trust, and people that you know are good people. They're not faking it to mm-hmm. your face. And so... That's the only thing I, I, I would encourage, right? Is that like a lot of people make that connection instantaneously between, oh, I'm a Christian, I gotta go to church, gotta, be, gotta do the whole religion mm-hmm. thing. No, you don't. Like the whole religion thing is a little. <clears> and so, I, I, to to further what I was saying, right? It's not sure. just necessarily the the religion aspect, right? Mm-hmm. That's something I don't believe. Sure. Um, it's hard for me to understand some sort of construct created by man to tell other people how to act, <clears throat> what to mm-hmm. think, and when to think it. And I know that's a gross, listen, that's a very gross 
yeah. exaggeration, right? Yeah. Because well, there are some smaller churches. There are some things like that. But there's also yeah. like the bigger churches. There's also the people that shit on other people because they don't believe in the same thing. Like there's a lot of those mm-hmm. things. And um, I, I, again, very gross exaggeration. Sure. But but that's 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 kind of like, again, very, very surface level of, mm-hmm. of my thoughts there. Sure. Um, also, <clears throat> I, uh, I, I don't... There's there's a couple other real reasons, right? But the idea that putting and then again this goes full circle to kind of what we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. the idea of faith, right, and seeing is believing. Like, I I don't say that I'm necessarily again I'm not my idea my relationship with the higher powers appreciating what's in front of me on a daily basis, mm-hmm. spending my time trying to build a relationship that I don't feel anything from. And again, this is a personal thing, right? Sure. There's gonna be people that say like I pray every night and I mm-hmm. feel Jesus touched me in the nose with a lightning bolt. Um, I get the static <sighs> electricity, like whatever it is, right? And that's not shitting on anybody, but that does happen, right? Sure. <clears throat> My idea is, okay, so I'm going to love the people around me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to treat them good. Yep. Uh, I'm going to take care of my friends, my family. I'm going to yeah. take care of, you know, the, the world the best that I can and in any way that I can, mm-hmm. right? Because um, I, I, I believe that we only get one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to love thy neighbor. I'm going to do all these yeah. things. But I'm not going to do it because of an arbitrary relationship that I have mm-hmm. with the higher power that I believe some, whatever that be Jesus, spiritual, whatever. Right. Sure. I don't, I, I don't want to do those things because I think I owe this power mm-hmm. something or I want to create, yeah. I want to look good for them. Right. Or I want to show them that's that I love point. them. I know that's not the point. Right. And I know that's not the point. <laughs> no, no, but I'm what, just, I'm, what I'm saying I'm, I'm is only smiling because a lot of the things you are saying are what I really wish Christians would, a lot of them would, would acknowledge is that you're doing it because it's right. And exactly. that's, and that's again, a big pretense in the, in the Bible. And I think a lot of your turnoff from the church and a lot of your turnoff from Christianity is because there are a lot of people that don't get the message and they haven't got it right. And they've done it really wrong. And, you know, on behalf of Christianity, that's a huge disservice to you as a human, sure. because again, and a huge dis- disservice to society because, Again, there's a lot of Christians that, that say the wrong things and it turns a lot of people off. And again, I'm not trying to, by no means am I trying to convert you today or trying to make you come over. You're always trying to convert me. I'm trying to convert everybody. To other things. Oh yeah. But anyways, (laughs) um, (laughs) um, but my, my main point here is that like the, the, and this is just a, just to make a clear statement and you can go back to your thought for this. I'm not trying to like win you over or anything, but um, it's. The idea that like Christians do things just to appease God all the time, like that's not the point. Like the point is to have an open relationship with God, admit when we fuck it up, admit when we're doing things mm-hmm. incorrectly, and say that you know what, I'm not perfect. I'm not the best. As as a matter of fact, I'm pretty awful, and like I need Jesus. Like I need that redemption. I need that, that holiness in my life to be better. And so, that's just something that like you touched on, and it's not like a again not like a, a win over statement. It's just like a like a, a general broad scope of like, that's how a Christian should view the world. I think you do a lot of things that are, are really amazing. Like in your day to day life, I think you're a great friend. I think you're a great, you know, boyfriend. I think you're an amazing, to be clear, so, we're not boyfriends. No, but I mean like to, break, like to, <laughs> to, to, to be clear. That, that's yeah, not yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm married. My wife's over there. She's actually on the couch, literally right over there. But <laughs> well, I mean, we're, we're friends that are boys. Yeah, you're correct. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, what do you thought? I'm no, sorry. no, no. I mean, pretty much that was my thought completed, right? I think it's funny because it's, fuck. <laughs> that's gonna be a shirt. I hope you know that at some point. That's I going know, to be a shirt. I know. <laughs> I know. 
so that's and again to, to be very clear my, my 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 quarrel really is not necessarily with god mm-hmm. it's with religion yeah. and to be very clear religion from is is this man made woman made people made sure way to express how i be- what i believe yeah in a group of other people that feel the same way to help me Again, gross exaggeration here to help validate my feelings, my faith, because I can't sure. see it. Sure. Right? And so being part of something is something that us as humans desire. Mm-hmm. We, 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 we live for that, right? Like, think about it. Like, think about every Friday night, all of us want to hang out, mm-hmm. right? We, we earn for that human connection. We earn for that validation from the people yearn. around us. Yearn. You said earn twice, but yearn, right? You meant yearn, like we yearn for it. I guess I didn't put it. the Y in there. Yeah, we yeah. yearn for it. Um, uh, the why was silent, Daniel, for crying out loud, <laughs> fucking English guy. Listen here, find your why, okay? Find your why. I'm working on it. <laughs> Damn it. So that that's that's my that's my biggest quarrel, right? Is sure. that that understanding that religion and and with that another reason that it's so tough for me is the idea that you know in a lot of religions they say, hey, look, if you don't accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, mm-hmm. you go to hell. Sure. And my, my, my point like with that is like, what about, you know, that island that's off the middle of nowhere, right? Yeah. That we can't even go on. Hmm. And that one, uh, I think there was actually a missionary that went to try to go on the island got murdered. Yeah. They're never going to know Jesus. Sure. They all go to hell. So that's a great question. We talked about this in the truck too. We I know. Back. So I'm happy you brought this one up as well because um, I think that would be an unfair statement, right? To say that everyone just who didn't get to hear about Jesus, like who didn't get to, right? Like they just go to hell. Like that's, that's but isn't a, that what religion says. No, it's not what the Bible says. So, but not the Bible. No, but that's the no, no. So, so again, we're talking about the Bible, Christian, and the and the Christian God. So you can separate that from religion because religion is not that. Okay. Right. So like, that's why that's why I was making that point earlier that if we're going to talk about the God and the Bible that I read and believe in we can go ahead and cut out all the man-made crap that's over here that doesn't doesn't exemplify God's word sure. and God's love. So if God is all-loving, all-knowing, all-forgiving, right, that means up until the very end, very, very end, even down to the selection or like the, the designation time, like God is forgiving. And, you know, I've, I've read a lot of like near-death experiences where of people who were not Christians and like as they were in that limbo state, you know, they had an interaction with a light or a being of pureness that called to them and they accepted that call. And they're like confoundly like believe it's Jesus, it's God. And so that gives me a ton of comfort as a Christian in my belief system, right? Because even these, these people, these tribal people that don't know God right now, when they kick the bucket and they, they go into that limbo stage before they go to heaven or hell, God's still going to reach out to them and still say, Hey, like you still have the choice to come with me and come live in heaven or not. Like you have the choice. And so again, at the end of the day, that free will comes back into it and we get to decide our fate. You know, we get that decision. And so I think that, that very much comforts me at least. Yeah. And I, that's going to depend on the conversation, like, however that interaction is. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, we can't speak to that, but like in that moment, <clears throat> how are you going to be, pulled one way or the other right because what does that conversation sound like just come to me like sure. and again we don't we don't know we can sit here and yeah. think about it all the time yeah. and we can spec we can we can speculate yeah. all day 
Um, and we can read like, you know, it's, it's a light that says come with me. But um, if you don't really have any understanding of what that could be, mm-hmm. you may not go. Sure. And that's also the tough part because we don't know. I think when we're also in a situation of unknown, we go with what feels comfortable and what feels safe. And if that positive, you know, loving energy is there, it's going to feel safe. And we're going to go with what's safe. Depending on your context up to that point. Right? Well, again, but in, in, in any context, it doesn't matter what the, the context is relevant. Because if you think that that thing is safe and you're in an unknown territory, you're going to go with what's safe. But what you think is safe is relative uh-huh. to you as a person and what you've experienced so yeah. far. But again, I, I would believe that an omnipotent, all-knowing God would present itself in what feels safe. So and I would people. believe a very malicious, um, charismatic opposite of God sure. would also present itself in a way that's going to encourage people to go. I don't think it could. Why? Because God is all powerful. God is the power, is the highest, is the strongest. So like there's nothing that could compete with him in that sense. But there is the lowest. I don't think your argument has any weight here. I'll be honest. I don't know, man. I think you're. I think you're. I think you're definitely trying to play devil's advocate for yeah, sure. Absolutely. I don't think it's working because if you're if you're assuming again because I we're, we're we're talking about in the context that we're assuming right now God is is who He is, mm-hmm. right? And that means He is the all powerful. He's already won the battle. He's already won everything. Like, but there is a devil, right? There is a sure. there is the opposite. One hundred percent. But Satan can't even step near God. Like he literally cannot exist in the same presence as God. But so in that moment when that person's in limbo, uh-huh. they're here. They're neither with or in God or they're neither with or in the opposite, right? You can call it to the devil or whatever. I think the devil well, they're still silly. with God. God's everywhere. But then the, the, the devil can never exist. He does exist though. But he can't because God's everywhere sure. and he can't exist with where you're God also trying is. To exemp- you're trying to quantify God by matter, space, and time. And you can't quantify the thing that created matter, space, and time by matter, space, and time. Sure. But so well, it, what about the opposite, right? Because that, that, other, that other person, that other thing is created. Sure. Right? Was that other thing or that other person or whatever created by God? And if it was, then... What I'm, what I'm saying is though, even if Satan was there, let's even, let's even humor Satan, the argument. That's a better word. If Satan the was devil. there, let's, let's, just, let's, let's assume the argument. He has no power, jurisdiction, or ability over God. Right. And so God would simply push him out of that interaction and then have the interaction with that person himself. So again, like, and this is, and this is in the effort to save that person's soul, right? God does not desire any of us to go to hell. Like Mm -hmm. that's again, very explicitly written in the Bible. He desires all of us to reside in heaven with him and be loved by him and love him and, and have that relationship. So it wouldn't make any sense for him to allow an outside force that he could very easily push away to have an interaction there. It, it wouldn't make any sense. Like he would, he would push that interaction away so that he could have that one v one interaction with that person to save their soul for eternity. Sure. Right. So I have more to say on this, but we should probably wrap this up because we yeah. got to get out of here. But um, yeah, I have more to say about this, but we'll, we'll, we'll have to touch base. Yeah, we can always time. continue back later. Um, but yeah, no, like I said, I think at the end of the day, uh, there's there's so many different layers to all of this and there's so many different understandings and mm-hmm. uh just, just depictions and fucking again opinions right mm-hmm. going full circle back to the opinions and things sure. like that is um <clears throat> there's only at one moment in our entire life that we're going to know whatever we believed yeah. or felt that is right 100 percent, and it's going to go it's going to be right during that time mm-hmm. about the last three minute conversation we just had yeah yeah we're sitting there yeah. In a dark room. Mm-hmm. And we're like on that limbo area. It's like, cool, yeah. where are we going? What's going to happen? Yeah. It's either going to be one of three things. It's either going to be the, the first situation where there's two fucking people pulling us like a tug of war. Yep. There's only one option where 
God pushes this other power out and you're like, hey, look, this is where you're going to go. Yeah. Or nothing. Yeah, nothing happens. I mean, that, that's, that's... Or nothing, right? Yeah. Like, you know, we, we can stay here and have this conversation for an hour and yeah. at the end of the day, it's like, or nothing. Or nothing, yeah. And yeah. again, like, that's, that's the part where I think I'm not, you know, like, I'm, not, I'm not ignorant to that as a Christian, right? Like, it's, you know... I have, faith, I have faith that my religion is, or not my religion, but like my, my walk with God is true and that my walk in God with God is real. Yeah. But at some point, I'll die and find out. Well, no. <laughs> like well, no. I'll die and figure it out. <laughs> and then I'm going to, you know, we'll be able to circle back in this conversation wherever we're at and be like, listen, let's go full circle. And it's interesting because right. remember that time when we had that conversation <laughs> sitting at the table? All, all I want is that if I am right, I just want to have five. Chris, five, five. That's it. Okay. That's all I want. It's okay. If I, if I have the ability and the capability of giving you that Chris high five, I will. We're done. Cool. I think well, that's uh, all for today, right? That's it. That's all for today. We got to go play some flag football, get some dubs. And um, for those of you that hung on for the last 58 minutes and 58 seconds, thank you. Um, we're working on this thing. We're getting better. I feel mm. definitely more comfortable and excited about having these conversations. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm Chris. I'm Daniel. And thank you all for tuning in and hanging on. Appreciate you guys. Catch us next week.